Welcome to the Cornerstone Church Kingston podcast. Um, I'm here with Rory Kinnett today as our special guest. Hello. And uh, also Pete Woodcock. Hello. Um, this it's is very the, hot. It is very warm. Yeah. Um, 38 degrees, in fact. Yeah. Um, but we're here. It's the final episode of our Fruit of the Spirit podcast. Um, we've been taking a look each week at the various aspects of the single fruit of the Spirit that he's working in believers. Um, and so far, we've looked at love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and today we're finally on self-control, which is quite a good one to end on. Um, there's lots of good stuff to say here. Um, so, Pete, do you want to kick us off with a couple of um, well, lines well, of scripture? I'll read, I'll, I'll, let me just read the fruit of the Spirit, just to remind us what we've seen and where we go. So, remember, it's a battle. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're battling away in the power of the Holy Spirit to walk the Spirit's way. And then he says uh, in Galatians 5.22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And, uh, well, it's really important, isn't it, Hmm. self-control? Because we we know what it's like uh, to be out of control. so when you're drunk, you're out of control, aren't you? Uh, you? You can't control your legs. You can't control your mouth. Mm. You get yourself into all kinds of trouble because you're drink controlled. Or, um, uh, But I, I think the, 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 the strangest thing about this is that why doesn't he say the fruit of the Spirit is God-controlled? Why does he say self-controlled? Because it, it seems sort of out of kilter, doesn't it? That's, hmm. That would be the first thing, the question I would want to be asking on this. So I'm batting it back to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> we... Rory. Yeah, well, Rory, well, do you have any wisdom to share on that particular matter? <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't expecting this to get batted to me because I thought it was going to go to you. Um, well, I, I think if you look at all of these, these fruits, it's not um, God's kindness... It's actually that that God works in us, Hmm. the fruit, doesn't he? So the spirit is growing these things in us and we have to act upon them towards other people. So we're patient with other people, we're kind to other people and we're self-controlled both in our own actions, but that means that there'll be consequences for those around us as well. Yeah, yeah. And and these are things that the spirit wants to work in us. Yeah. Um, He doesn't want to make us a little robot army. He wants us to be loving. He wants yeah. us to be joyful. He wants us to be controlled. Yeah. And so he wants us to be self-controlled. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a great verse in Proverbs. We go back to Proverbs because we've been preaching our way through Proverbs in our morning services. Uh, Proverbs twenty-five, twenty-eight. It's like a city whose walls are broken down is a man who lacks self-control. Hmm. And it, it's a terrific image. Because a, a city, particularly in those days, without a wall, is unprotected. Yeah, uh, it's open up to all kinds of enemies to just destroy it, um, and all kinds of you know animals at night, wolves and uh, foxes and uh, you know bears and stuff coming in at night. It's an unprotected town, mm. and and that's why it's important. It's open to robbers and and all all that sort of stuff. So self control is is absolutely essential for us to be a walled city mm. that can produce you know life and fruit and energy and 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 that sort of stuff and uh, and and uh, someone who lacks self-control is never a happy person um i mean I, uh, we, you know we were chatting before but it's true isn't it that the 20th square of chocolate <laughs> 
never tastes as nice as the first square. <laughs> We, we've, lo- we've lost self-control, haven't we? It was delicious, the first square, really yeah. nice. We could have put it to bed and enjoyed that, but we've got to have another one and then another one. Or the third pudding is never as nice as the first pudding. And, yeah. and that, that's life, isn't it? Mm. Um, and, or, or, if, or if you're drunk and you're a drunk driver and you run someone over, your life is ruined and so is someone else's. Mm. And so it, it brings utter destruction. Uh, or, or you've got that temper that mm. you can't control uh and you're you know you're in a pub you've had it you know Mm. there's knives out there's fists out there's swear words going on and all of that sort of stuff so it's a very very important thing to to get hold of what of what this self-control means Hmm. it's it's self-destructive as well so that image of a broken wall um it's not like there's an enemy who's come and smashed it down it's the lack of control self-control um so it's almost been destroyed by the inside that city, hasn't it? It's been it's been destroyed by by itself. And not only do things come in, so not only are you at danger without self control of being influenced, but there's also all sorts of filth inside you that is normally kept at bay. Yeah. That when the walls come down, spews out. Mm. So not only are you more likely to be sort of taken advantage of if you're drunk, for example, or um, whatever it is. Uh, but you're also, as, as you said earlier, more likely to be saying things that you don't really mean or regret later. Um, and that's because, and, and we've said that our, our, our flesh is at war with the spirit. So we are by nature these things that are described here. Yeah. Um, we're, we're sexually immoral. We're impure. We're debaucherous. We um, have idols. Uh, we we hate, we are jealous. So there's all that stuff that is bubbling away inside, which um, by the Spirit's help is being kept at bay mm. through self-control. And then when self-control comes crumbling down, not only you influence, but all that stuff will come out and hurt others and self-destruct yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sorry. Go on. I was just going to, I was just going to add to that. It seems like if your walls are broken down, you're not alert and you're not ready for a fight. Yeah. So having the walls built up means that you're ready. Yeah. And you're, you're looking out for exactly. Yeah. And that's why we're told in scripture to be alert and be on guard. But if your walls are down, you haven't got self-control, then you're not ready for the fight. Mm, And so then it, then it creeps up on you and it, it smacks in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so to have no self-control means that I cannot fight. And even if I am a Christian, then I'm not ready to actually go into battle. I'm, I'm set up to fail mm. to start off with. Mm. Yep. Um, now, I mean, uh, one of the problems with this is, and it's quite hard working this out sometimes, isn't it, is, is um, that the ancient philosophers, the, the, the Stoics, mm. they loved this sort of thing. And, and this is where I think we've got to sort of try to... Um, uh, separate ourselves from the stoical idea of self-control and actually, you know, being God-controlled sort of thing. Mm. And this mi- it might help us, but it is quite hard um, because the word self-control does mean master over your own your own passions. Mm. So that's what it means. Master. So they like this to Stoics, and there's this famous story of a man. I, I mean, I don't know why, but he's got a fox under his coat. <laughs> As you do. Uh, yeah, and it's a wild fox, and it's hidden under the coat, and people didn't know the fox was there. And he's at a party in conversation, and the fox bites him, but he doesn't flinch because mm. he's got this self-control. Mm. 
And in the end, the fox keeps biting him. And as the man is speaking, because he's got self-control, he hasn't shown that he's in pain. He drops dead. <laughs> and when they open up his coat, the fox has eaten his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's seen as a great stoical... Here's a man so in control, the pain he was going through, no one knew about until he had died. Mm-hmm. We don't believe in that, do we? No. So that's... You know, what are we saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. As you were describing that, I actually thought that could be used by a modern day advert to talk about mental health because there's a big push now at the moment to like talk about stuff, isn't there? There's even adverts on TV that like don't keep things hidden, talk. Yeah. I, I think, I think we've, we've learned to think that that is strength and if that bloke was whinging, he would be weak. So we've, we mix... We mix up um, not complaining, not moaning, uh, you know, stiff upper lip, getting on with things, with being mature, with being uh, an adult, with being successful. You just grit your teeth and get mm. on with it. Um, whereas actually that, that isn't necessarily self-control um, because it, it's sometimes more self-controlled to acknowledge that you do need help mm. um, because... Without help, you're going to end up dead like that man. Mm. Um, I think that's a very helpful mm. thought mm. that crying out for help can be actually very self-controlled. Yeah. Because if you take that as a picture of someone drowning, yes. If they're saying, uh, "No, I'm self," it's sort of self-reliant, yes, isn't it? That's the uh, I'm splashing around. I yeah. will not shout for help. I'll be able to make it to the shore. Yeah. You're a fool. Yeah. Um, but a self-controlled man is saying, I, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. I am going to sink. I will now use my energies instead of flapping about to shout out for mm. what I do need mm. in my life, which is help. Yeah. So yeah, that's quite a good illustration, I think. Yeah. yeah. And also panicking would be not self-controlled. So trying to get back to the shore by yourself is, is not self-controlled because you'll just panic. But sort of seeing your situation in, in, the, in the cold light of day and knowing what the solution is, uh, is self-control. So mm. I can't fix this by myself. I need help. Um, it's, yeah. So self-control is not the same as self-reliance. Yeah. Uh, so I've got written here, self-control uh, is control of self so as to be in harmony with the will of God. So that there's something bigger than our, our self. So self-control isn't all about the self. It's being contr- the self being controlled under the will of God mm. and we want to be in God's will mm. and God wants us to cry for help. So that's part of it. And then Tim Keller, an American um, pastor, says uh, self-control is uh, the ability to choose the important things over the urgent things. That's, that's so helpful. Uh, the ability to choose yeah. the glory of God over the desires of the sinful nature mm that come from the inner strength produced by the gospel. Mm. So the Spirit's working an understanding of what Christ has done for us in free salvation, Mm. and that's working through for the glory of God over my own desires. So the glory of God is producing me to to want to be controlled to follow the will of God. Yeah. It's like um, self-control... the way the way that you are self-controlled is actually to know the word of god isn't it and to know the gospel so i'm i'm the way i build up those walls is by the word of god Hmm. so it's not that i'm 
oh, you know, I have to fight it myself. I have to find the power within. No, the way that I'm self-controlled is by knowing God's word and by knowing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, because that will stop me mm -hmm. from then going on to to uh, say yes to the desires of the flesh. Mm. Yeah, we, I mean, we read earlier in Galatians 5 that you need to keep in step with the spirit. Mm. And, and, and how does the spirit cultivate this fruit in you? It's by keeping in step with the spirit. And what's the spirit doing? He's working through the spirit word. Mm. Um, so yeah, you, absolutely. Um, what would you say to someone though who said that actually you're, you're not being controlled? Um, you're, you're being... Um, you're being God-controlled, ironically. Uh, they would say, you are a slave. So, so being self-controlled might be seen, especially in these, this day and age, as being uh, a slave. And to be free, you have to not be self-controlled. Because you've got inhibitions oh, and desires that want to come out. Oh, do you, out. you mean sort of let go and let God stuff? Let, let go, like, why are you... So people say, like... You get you get one example. You get um, polyamorists these days, yeah. People who <laughs> who want to be in uh, relationship with more than one person, and they yeah. will say, "Why or, or have an open relationship?" So, wh why be faithful to just one person mm. when you actually want to uh, have a relationship with multiple people? Mm. Why would you be self-controlled and say no to others? Surely you're just um, limiting yourself and holding yourself back, and that's quite that's quite an well. Extreme. That is self-controlled. Hmm. What's that? Well, if you're going around, you know, with lots of partners, yeah, then you need to stop it and be self-controlled. Yes, but they yeah. would say, well, why would you put a burden on yourself? Because God uh, is more intelligent and understands my design better than me, and yeah. that's where faith comes in. Yeah. So uh, whatever my desire is, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I want to say no to a desire that God says say no to. And so if he says, you know, one, one man, one, one woman in marriage, yep. then that is the better way, whatever I feel. So, so self-control self is, 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 is saying I'm going to put myself under the will of God. And so, uh, yeah, acknowledging so, so, so he knows best. He knows best. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know best. And actually there's freedom yeah. in If there is no God, him. then you're right. Just yeah. do what you want. Yeah. Well, what is what what is, is the only reason for self-control? If there is no God, is that you might feel like you're better yourself, so your own sort of righteous, you know, your own feeling of superiority. Yeah, I that kid can hit me, that fox can bite me. I will show no emotion. Yeah, and that that sort of sort of Buddhist sort of idea of no pain, mm. and uh, I've 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 risen above the world. Yeah. That's that's one sort of weird religiousy. Look at me, I'm I'm my own god. Um, uh, but the the, the the other the other thing is that um, if there is no god, then I do what I want. Yeah. Uh, why would I limit myself? Right. But there is a god. Yes. I mean, and, and so we were reading Titus two, isn't it? Titus two says, "For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men." So God's come with His grace. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. So because we're connected to God, because we want God's will, we're going to control ourselves. Hmm. And we do that in the power of the Holy Spirit. Say, so hmm. please keep growing this part of the fruit in my life. Hmm. Please help me. 
you know, I'm shriveled here. Uh, you know, it's it's hot weather, and I'm drying out. I need I need some rehydration here, and mm. the spirit is this is the the rivers of God mm. <laughs> that will help us to hydrate. Mm. <laughs> and we talked before about how all of all of these aspects of the one fruit of the spirit are interlinked so if you are self-controlled you're Mm. likely to have love joy and peace in your life aren't you Mm. and if you're not self-controlled you're likely to have impurity hatred jealousy envy drunkenness discord so actually what we want so so someone who says to you you know throw off the shackles don't be self-controlled that only leads to death really doesn't it and not a happy life but it's, um, it's, I mean, you were preaching Sunday morning about disciplining your children. Mm. If you want them to, to grow up and be wise and, and live a, a fruitful life, they have to have self-control. Yeah. You have to teach them. Yeah. And if they don't, they will be selfish. They'll be... Um, and no one will like them. No, and they won't even they like won't their own life. They, they won't like their own life. They won't even like their own life. No, they might get rich and tread on people, but yeah. no one wants to be around them no. other than uh, kowtow because of the shiny money that they've got. And yeah that they they can rub off some power from them yeah. but it's all no one wants to be around them no so there's no. freedom in self control i mean look at putin yeah i mean putin is just phenomenal isn't he 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 has this massive power and a whacking great i mean wherever he sit where you see him yeah. he's around the most ginormous mm. um table that you've ever seen. Well, where did you get that table like that? You don't get that from Ikea, do you? <laughs> so it's ginormous. He's on his own. He's always sitting on his own, isn't he? Um, and, you know, uh, Lukashenko in, 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 in Belarus, you, you get less and less friends. You get these people around that want the limelight of the power, but mm. he hasn't got any friends, has he? Mm, no. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say Putin's got mates other than his dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Putin would look like quite a self-controlled man, though, to a lot of people. He wears like a suit. He sits. He's quite, um, mm. he's quite stern. Mm. He's not like a a, a Trump sort of no. shouting and swearing and saying sort of crazy things all the time. Um, but is he really self-controlled? No, because 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 he's not God-controlled. <laughs> so uh, he's controlled by the self. That's a good one, isn't it? Rather than self-controlled. Yes, because he's controlled by his inner desires to be great or whatever it is that's driving him. I mean, it's hard to say about an individual man, but you know, people are driven by fame, by power, by money, by mm. I want to be a historical figure, I want to be seen uh, to have left a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all self-motivated, controlled by the self rather than this is controlled by God to be to control the self to bring glory to God hmm. to to not mind being not famous not being rich being poor being despised um you know that's what Moses did you know for he, he gave up didn't he the riches of this world and yep. was despised for Christ yeah that's self-controlled he's seeing what really is important yeah uh in in life whereas a putin and those sort of people mm. i guess i don't know him you know yeah. um but are, are driven by self yeah um and and controlled by self and i suppose you know what he's like when people oppose him 
when people oppose him, they're axed, aren't they? Yeah. So that's not exactly a self-controlled person who goes, oh... So there's no love, joy, no, peace, patience, there's kindness. No. There's nothing in him that, that displays the fruit Short of the spirit. Yeah. He's, he, you're out. Yeah. And, you know, you protest against me in my country, you're out. Yeah. And uh, envy's there. I want, yeah. I want the right. Ukraine country. So yeah. he's certainly not a self-controlled man no. in, in, the, in the light of this, is he? No. Rory, you're a youth leader here in the church. You yeah. work with 14 to 18-year-olds. Um, now, obviously, being self-controlled is quite an important part of growing up and being a teenager. There's all sorts of mm. um, like passions and things <laughs> that arise. Um, what's the difference then between just teaching no, 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 you can't, you mustn't, you shan't, you won't, mm. and teaching them to love being self-controlled? Because some kids will ask you how far is too far, yeah. for example, um, or like... I get angry. Yeah. And there's a temptation just to lay down a, a law, a pharisaical law. Yeah, but because we because actually by doing that, they're not doing it out of a love of God, are they? They're just trying to um do things that get them right with God. So that that means that they're, you know, enslaving themselves and they're, and they're trying to make themselves look good. Hmm. Whereas actual self control is I, I wanna say no because I wanna love Jesus. And so you you know, Pete read Pete read Titus, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's I don't want to live for the flesh, you know, the Romans 6 stuff. I, I want to live for, for Christ. Mm. And so uh, that means that I'm going to try and do my best because I know that ultimately, and we've just talked about this, it's a free way of living. Yeah. So it was interesting that you, you talked about the person that goes, oh, well, that, that puts shackles on you. Well, actually, the person that doesn't live self-controlled lives will have shackles on them. Right. Their walls are broken down. People are going to invade them and put them in shackles. They're, they're enslaved by their passions. They can't say no. So the fact that they can't say no, they have to say yes to their sin. Yeah. And so that is in, that's so enslaving. Yeah. And so actually, if I can live as I was, as I was created to live... And to live for Christ, that's so much more liberating. It's interesting in that Titus passage um, that older people are told a list of things to do, including self-control. But when you get to young men in verse 6, all they get told to be is to be self-controlled. Right. Because um, that's all they can cope with. <laughs> um, just to try and to go, actually, this is where you're, you're going to have loads <clears throat> of passions. You've got the flesh is saying all of these things. You've got hormones going crazy. Yeah but be self-controlled and um, that will be liberating for them. Hmm. But as you say, we don't just slap laws down. You, you, you sell, you get them to buy into the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that, when they see that and they understand that and they live in that, mm. that's the motivation and the means by which they can say no to things. Yes. It's the grace that teaches you to say no. Yeah. You can't just, I mean, you could, you could um, and the Pharisees were good at this, Outwardly, they restrained themselves dramatically, didn't they? And yet, inwardly, they were far from mm. from God. Jesus says, um, mm. "They honour me." That's with their understanding lips. what that grace is, isn't mm. it? It's that you are a child of God. Yeah. And if you are a child of God, you you need to start reflecting God, yeah. your Father, and you need the Holy Spirit to do that, of course. Yeah. And um, so that amazing grace of salvation, you, you're living basically a thank you life. Mm. I don't mm. want to live for myself anymore mm. because when I live for myself, I sin and I go off, you know, like like the sheep in false pastures and I eat poisonous pastures. And 
this saviour has come out of all of his kindness and grace and nothing because of what I've done to save a wretch like me. And because mm. of that, when I understand that, then I want to live for him and, and live a thank you for him. Mm. And that means I need to control myself mm. to live the will of God. And I, you know, I need the spirit of God to help me control, control those desires that's only ever got me into trouble. Mm. Um, yeah. So a couple of questions then. Um, uh, if someone's really struggling with self-control, um, what what advice could we give them um, spiritually to help them? And what would you say to people who think that being self-controlled eliminates future desires? Um, sorry, what was the first question? If uh, someone's, someone's yeah, well, how do we encourage people well, who, we who all, struggle? Well, we all are struggling. Uh, one thing is that no one's not struggling here. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you know, I don't know how long I've been a Christian now. Long, long time. I'm struggling. Mm. I struggle. I'm a bloke. <laughs> you know, summer comes, a hot summer like this. The the, the clothing manufacturers that uh, uh, want to put their clothing on young girls, it doesn't help. Uh, it's it's extremely difficult. Um, there are all kinds of uh, sinful, old sinful, sark desires rushing mm. around uh, even an old man's head. Mm. Uh, and you have to uh, try to say no. You know, you're, 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 well, you're asking the Lord. Mm. I, I mean, I think we, we said it before. I think you gave an, an illustration, isn't it? It's like um, if we just go into the day and run, uh, that's not self-controlled. The controlling yourself is to say, hold it, hold it. Before I go into the day, I need to pray. Mm. Uh, hold it. Before I go down into Kingston, I need to ask the Lord to help me. Yeah. And that is just patience, self-control yep. as I go into the battlefield. Because mm. we're going into the battlefield. We're not meant to be monks. Yep. So we go in, and, and so help me, help me. So self-control is sort of asking for help. So I think uh, uh, we should have friends. We should be able to be a bit more open with each other without actually um, condemning each other because we... Uh, uh, we we may have a different Achilles heel, a weakness in us, uh, a desire for a particular sin that perhaps we think others haven't got. Very likely that most of us have got most of these desires mm. in, so, in some form or other. And, and so you talk to older people, have encourage uh, us to pray together and encourage each other we don't have to confess everything <laughs> because it's that can be a bit weird but we do confess to each other mm. we do say we need help and that as we've just said is part of self-control mm -hmm. i need help yep. so talk to other brothers and sisters uh um and uh, ask the lord to help you that would be the first stopping off point and then in that is to remember what the grace of god is that what christ has done for you so I mean, so the so one of the things I find helpful is if I'm in my right mind, this doesn't always work. This is the trouble you forget things. Isn't it? So here I am, an old bloke, sixty-three years old, walking through Kingston, see the the girl's dress blow up because that would be a temptation to me, you know, uh, maybe not to some, but you know, the girl's dress blows up. I think, whoa, uh, mm. uh, thoughts go, and 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 this is what I try to do. You. Dirty old bloke. <laughs> you are a Christian pastor. You are an evangelist for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you've been a Christian for over 40 years. And you still have this problem. Hmm. You pathetic, pathetic person. But 
Christ died even knowing <laughs> that you, a 40-year-old Christian, a pastor, would still have this weakness. He died on the cross for your very sin. Mm. Yeah. So thank you, Lord, for giving me that temptation mm. in, that, in that way mm. because I can see how rotten I am and how wonderful you are. And then when you turn that in, when you turn that that potential sin into praise, it goes. Mm. You get taken up with something more beautiful. Yeah, your eyes exactly. get drawn towards. It's the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. I think is it worth saying as well? Like, if you're not able to say no to those passions, then there is a there is a time to remove that thing from your life. Yeah. yeah. Because um, I think I think we can get into a trap of going, oh well, grace teaches us to say, to say no. I don't want to set up these boundaries. But actually, if your phone's um, causing you to look at things that you shouldn't be looking at or a yeah. certain app, then there is a time for you to get chop rid of that, chop yeah. it off, gouge out the eye, so that you're able to build those walls up, like we just that like we said in that proverbs, mm. and then maybe later on you can you can face that temptation mm. and be victorious in 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 the, in the sort of battle with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's too easy for us to go. Well, I, you know, I'm I'm free to do that, or, or well, I can say no to it because I have the power of Christ. Well, if you're not relying on God in that area yeah. and you're you keep on succumbing to that temptation then cut it out until you're able to fight yeah that's really helpful definitely because we yeah, just yeah. just to say you know Jesus says pluck the eye out and mm. cut the arm off he doesn't actually mean physically yeah. do that yeah. yeah but but he does mean yeah that. he does mean whatever it is that's causing offense yeah I mean if he did mean cut the eye mm. pull the eye we'd all be blind yes. and have no arms and legs yeah yeah um but but the, the the reality, so, so I mean, I, I've said this before uh, uh, to students mm. uh, who have uh, you know done things on the on their computers, that, you know, and I said, well, get rid of the computer, mm. and they say, well, I can't do that because I can't be a student. Yeah. Well, hold it. Do you want to follow Christ or not? Mm. Yeah. Is being a student more important than following Christ? Yeah. So give up being a student. Yeah. It sin should be taken that seriously. Now, yes. there are other alternatives. Mm. There are ways around, you know, that we can work this through. But if your attitude is, I've got to be a student, and it, even if I can't follow Christ, I've got to be a student, yeah. you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've got to be, like, people are scared to be radical with sin, and yeah. it's like, how radical are you willing to be? And if you're not willing to be radical, then consider the consider the consequences. Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, we've self-control. Come to the end of our time looking at the fruit of the spirit. Um, uh, maybe just one final thought from us about the, the fruit of the spirit as a whole. Um, just a reminder, you know, uh, we don't leave the sark, the the flesh that we're in, but we have the Holy Spirit dwell within us, um, cultivating this fruit in us, and they they get to war against each other. Um, so until we we die and are set free from these bodies we aren't going to be perfect are we no and we will still have these desires within us um but praise god he 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 gives us his holy spirit he gives us his word and by the means of the spirit applying the word to our lives he grows these wonderful things in us love joy peace patience kindness gentleness goodness faithfulness and self-control mm. they were those are all things that we want for ourselves and for each other aren't they um and and there's there's no sort of secret recipe here 
the way it's grown is by being under the word of God, um, being part of a local church family, mm. um, confessing our sins to one another, and walking with, keeping in step with the Spirit. Yeah. Um, it's doing all the normal... Which is effort, isn't it? Things, yeah. All of the th- parts of the fruit of the Spirit are effort. Yes. For me to love, I have to... I don't just love that which is lovable. I have to love the unlovable. Mm. Yeah. And that's effort. Yeah. And you've got to do it over time. There's no shortcut to any of these not r- no, not fruits, at all. is there? No. Right. It's it's the it's basically the life, the Christian Cause, life. Because we've said it before, this isn't a pot noodle. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't an instant meal. This no. isn't pour boiling water here and suddenly you're godly. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So so look, if you struggle with any of these things, don't give up. Keep coming to church. Keep coming under the word of God. Mm. Keep praying. Don't run off in your day without praying. Mm. And and be thankful for the grace which teaches us to say to say no first and foremost. Great. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us um, for this whole series, for this particular episode. Thank you, Rory, for stepping in today. Thank you. It's good to have you. Tom is away on holiday. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast series, uh, we've got a few others. We've got um, Christianity A to to Z. So we've covered A to Z. Z, I know. We cover 26 uh, Bible doctrines and we spend half an hour on each one talking about them. There's also lots of sermons and various other... Animals of the Bible. Oh, animals of the Bible, yeah. Yeah, I like that. You can learn a lot about a fish and a pig just from how they're sort of used in the Bible. Particularly if you're going on holiday, animals of the Bible is a good one. Spot the animal. Spot the animal, listen to what the Bible says about it. Yeah. yeah. So if you're driving with the kids anywhere, yeah. why not download There's a, a few episodes? What's the Bible say about a pig? Brilliant. Okay. Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers.